You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Faith with Friends podcast. Today is our first day back after a little hiatus, and I want to share with you why. So I took a few months off to recharge and reconnect, reconnecting with God and with my family, being intentional and purposeful with my time away. Now, while I was gone, my daughter started a new job, which took her to Spain for a few weeks, and I jumped on a plane from one day to the next and spent a week with her by herself. It was wonderful. My youngest son started law school, so I took a week off there, and I went shopping and got his office all set up and everything he needed and that was wonderful blessing and my older son got engaged and we had a wonderful engagement party for him so it's been a busy time but also I just needed to remember that although ministry is important our first ministry is to the Lord our first ministry is to the Lord and then to family and sometimes I don't know about you but we can get into a routine of just doing things and not really connecting and being intentional and that's why I decided to take a little break at the end of the summer and spend my time with God spend my time with others being intentional and really seeking to refresh because you know you cannot serve somebody from a broken empty cup And so when we're empty and we're not spending intentional time with God, then it's impossible to give others what you do not have. And all of that said, I'm so excited to be back for a brand new season, a brand new, brand new episodes and looking into God's word together as we seek to know God and know each other and build our friendships. And today I'm joined by one of my dearest friends, my DD, dearest Daris. Hello, Daris, and welcome back to Faith with Friends. Hi, Lisa. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy you did that um, little regrouping. It's so necessary, and even in my life, the train doesn't stop. So I think that it's an amazing thing to to kind of regather and refocus and just spend that time with the Lord and having clearer eyes. So it's a blessing to hear you say that we can do that and still jump back on the train. So Absolutely. You know, a lot of times when I experience resistance or hard times, which we all have people, if you if you're looking around your life and saying, why am I the only one struggling? You're not. Other people just hide it well or choose not to share. But it's easy for me as a Christian to see that resistance, the trials and say, I won't stop. I'm not going to allow the enemy to get the upper hand to pull me away from what God is calling me to do. Exactly. Because you see there's spiritual warfare, there's resistance. But sometimes God just whispers, like, you need a break, you need to come away, you need to rest, you need to reconnect with me. And that, I think, we should always be willing to immediately obey for. Because, I don't know, I can't remember the pastor's name, but you and I have both heard, who gave a testimony about him just getting to a retreat and crying out and saying, Lord, I've served you and I've and I've fed and I've, I've given and I've poured out all I have. And he was like, well, who told you to do that? Your primary job is to connect with me, to come to me. Mm-hmm. So what were you serving? Because if you weren't receiving from me, how can you serve? Yes, I do vaguely remember that. So yes, we do have that in common. But I also know that when it becomes a have to, and rather than a get to, it's a dangerous place to be. We're actually looking for what my husband calls a sermon fodder, which is we're just looking for content. 
And like right now, before you and I spoke that we were just having our own little personal time, we both feel excited (laughs) that we're back (laughs) instead of the the mundane. It's like everything in life. So a reset is nice here and there. So I'm happy. And today our word of the day is, go ahead, dears. Wisdom. Wisdom. (laughs) And I'm so excited about that because who among us doesn't need wisdom? Mm-hmm. Who among us doesn't need more of God in our lives? And yes. who among us cannot benefit from spending a little more time looking at God's word? Yes. And we know what, you know, the, the solution for that is if we want more wisdom, we pray first and then we go to the? The word of God. Exactly. Which is wisdom. Yes. <laughs> well, today we're going to be looking at Proverbs 2 and we're just going to read it and kind of share our thoughts from it and share any insight that the Holy Spirit gives us. And I hope and I pray that as you listen to this, if you're not driving, that you open your Bible app or open your Bible and read along and spend some time in God's Word today because spending time in God's Word is never time wasted. So I'm going to read first. I have, I think, I have an NIV version, but I think it's an older version. I'm not really sure. But I'm just going to start reading and then we're going to talk about it. Um, I'm going to start with verses 1 through 4. And it says, my son, this is King Solomon writing a letter to his son. And he says, my son, if you accept my words and you store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding and you look as if you were looking for silver and search for it as if it were a hidden treasure, then, then... If you do ABC, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And I'm going to stop there for a minute because we're going to look at some of those words, Darius. What are some of the words in your translation? My translation says receive, incline, apply, cry out. I put exclamation marks after that one. It sounds like me. Seek, search. And those are the key words that I that I have in my version that I had to write down because they screamed at me. I've got to be the initiator in this. In this, I have to. I can't just sit around and wait for the Lord. I have to be in a relationship with Him to be able to communicate these things. Incline. I have to do these things. I have to apply. Cry out. Again, my favorite. I think I do that quite a bit. Seek and search. Right. What I love about verse three is it reminds us how we are to get it. How do we get wisdom? You ask for it. You pray for it. Mm-hmm. Lift up your voice, cry out. That's what we do. And that's why prayer is important. It's just a dialogue that the Lord wants to have with us. We get wiser when, when we are around people that are that are wise, when we are when we connect ourselves with people that challenge us spiritually, mentally, in every way possible, we gain from that. We just we 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 win. It's it's a win. So that's what God's saying here. He's telling us. Cry out to me, talk to me, lift up, lift up your voices, incline your ear and listen to me because I'm going to talk back to you. And so that's what he's asking in this section to me. Be part of this dialogue. Come on. You want this? Let's go. Let's talk. James chapter one, verse five. And the Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Again, this dialogue. Um, If we ask, he's going to give it to us, which is what the proverb says. Lift up your voice, cry out, and then incline Mm -hmm. your ear. Then listen for that wisdom that's going to to be given to us 
by the Lord. And I love verses four and five that it's like a, a treasure hunt. Search for it. Search for it like if it was a hidden treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're not going to lose your keys and sit down and expect to find it without looking for them. You can't just go through life day by day do your and expect to find a deeper relationship with God or expect to find wisdom or expect to have better knowledge of the word. You have to be intentional and purposeful, and it has to be what you desire. If you mm-hmm. really need to find your keys, you're going to search everywhere. Well, God tells us where to find wisdom. It's in his word. So are you searching through the word? Are you spending time sitting and talking to him and asking him for understanding in the word, asking him for um, enlightenment? Absolutely. I think of I think of that um, illustration you just gave. It's intentional. You and I make a purpose of communicating if we want to maintain any kind of relationship. You know, a husband and a wife. If I want my husband to love me and to communicate with me, then I've got to love him and communicate with him. It's a it's a reciprocal thing. And um, I love that. If you seek and search, um, seek and search, seek and search. I love what's coming. You know what's coming. How to get it. Mm-hmm. It says, for the Lord gives wisdom. Who gives wisdom? The Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. What comes out of our mouth? Words come out of our mouth. And in John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, the Word comes out of God's mouth. The Word of God, that is where we find wisdom. Mm-hmm. And 1 Corinthians 1, 24 says, But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, there's, that those are the only two types of people there are. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Right. So Christ is wisdom. He can't separate himself. It's not something he receives. He is wisdom. It is part of his his being. So we just looked at verses 1 through 5, 1 through 6, which are the actions required. This is the ABC of wisdom. We looked at the actions required to receive wisdom. And now we're going to turn to look at the benefits of wisdom, the B. A is the actions required. B is the benefits. Sure. Verse 7, he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. Verse 8, he guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Verse 9, then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. I love verse 10 that it actually tells you wisdom is something that lives in your heart. I love it. So Jesus, when we get saved, when we when we experience salvation, the Bible tells us that Jesus comes and dwells within our heart. And so here we're learning again that wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Gosh, I love verse 10. And it's the benefit of protection. We have the protection, God's powerful protection through wisdom. It says that he is a shield. He holds success. He guards. He protects. And then he grants you understanding, understanding to do what's right. We don't have to live with regret because God can teach us how to live correctly, how to think, feel, and act correctly. Yes. You know, going back to just verse 10, it's, it has jumped out at me. When wisdom enters your heart, and we know that God is wisdom because of everything that we just said about him being the word and the word is God. And so, and knowledge when that enters your heart, knowledge is pleasant to your soul. That's not only all those words you described, 
but pleasant to your soul. To me, that sounds like peace. And I don't know of one person that does not desire, does not want to live in peace with that pleasantness perpetually in our souls. Me, I'm the first one in line. If wisdom, when it enters my heart, knowledge is going to be, this, all this is going to just be pleasant to my soul, then I want I want it. I want it. I will ask for it liberally. Um, like the book of James says to just ask because I want it. Yeah. I love that verse. I always recognize that I need more of Jesus in my life. Mm -hmm. Like when I think, what do I need? What I need is more of Jesus. Yes. I need more of the fruits of the spirit that come. The fruit of the spirit comes from Jesus. Yes. Wisdom, knowledge, uh, thinking, right thinking, right behaving. It all comes from obeying God's word, knowing God's word in order to, I love the quote that says, you cannot love God more than you love his word. I love it. Mm -hmm. So if you, Say all day long how much you love God and you haven't spent any time in his word. I challenge you to re-examine that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we saw the actions required. We looked at some of the benefits. And now let's look as we transfer from the benefits. It kind of makes this transition into the consequences of rejecting wisdom. Mm. Verse 12, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. Right there we have one. Consequence. Mm -hmm from those who leave the paths of brightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths. So we're talking now about the people who do not desire wisdom, who don't have wisdom and don't desire wisdom. So take a look, look at the stark contrast that we're seeing between those who seek wisdom, find wisdom and have wisdom and those who reject wisdom. Go ahead in verse 16. Verse 16, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house leads down to death and her paths to the dead. Ugh, none who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. So, verse 20, you may walk in the way of goodness. There's two things in verse 16. There's sexual immorality and pride. There's a hardened heart. It says, none who go to her return to attain the path of life. That is, that is worth repeating. Yes. So that verse 19, also in the cross-reference in the Bible, it leads us to Ecclesiastes 7.26, which says, I find more bitter than death the woman who is a snare, whose heart is a trap. Let's contrast now. Mm -hmm. whose heart is a trap and whose hands are chains. The man who pleases God will escape her, but the sinner she will ensnare. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. So we're talking about, again, a, a man who pleases God, someone who has wisdom, he can escape. But mm -hmm. someone with no wisdom, rejecting wisdom, rejecting God, you're going to fall. Right. Go the, heart becomes, the heart becomes fair, fair game. Yeah. And the and further we get point, from God, the further we get from God. That's it. It's as simple as that. The Darkness overtakes us. Yeah. That's it. That's why it's so important to repent quickly, to mm -hmm. confess and repent quickly when we fall into sin. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, a lot of things happen and you're like, why am I the only one taking responsibility? Praise God, you're taking responsibility. Take responsibility. Take it to God. Repent. Ask forgiveness of God and others if required. But it's so important to follow wisdom, to quickly turn back so that you're not found to be one of these who will not return. That's big. And I, 
you know, I go through the Proverbs because I do pray for wisdom and I try to go on the months that are 31 days, I try to go through the Proverbs. And I got to tell you, these, some of these words are are shouting at me. That's, that's big. Shall not return. That's a hardened, hardened heart. And none of us are above that. You know, we think, oh, I'm not an adulteress. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not a seductress either. I don't commit adultery. I don't seduce men. I mean, it doesn't matter. It has to do with so much more than that. Yeah. But sin, sin. And like you said, pride. That'll, that will not allow that wisdom to enter our hearts. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Verse 20. So you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. For the upright will dwell in the land and the blameless will remain in it. Amen. Verse 22, but the wicked will be cut off from the earth and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. My Bible says the unfaithful will be torn from it. Now, I just want to take a second and look at what we read in the beginning. It says, you will, that when we search for it, we will understand the fear of the Lord. And Proverbs 1, 7 says that the fear of the Lord, it is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But then it tells us in verse 7 that God holds success in store for the upright, that he is a shield to those who walk blameless, that he guards the course for the just, and he protects the way of the faithful ones. Now, bringing it all together, the upright will live in the land, it says in verse 21, and the blameless will remain in it, but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. This is the biggest problem that I see here. If you don't have wisdom, you don't understand that you are the wicked because you might think you're a good person. But the Bible clearly tells us that everyone has fallen short of God's glory. No one's, no one is good, not even one. The only one good is Jesus. Jesus accepted our sins on his back and he paid the ultimate price where true wisdom was displayed on the cross. The ultimate act of wisdom on the cross when he died for our sins so that he could make a way where there was no way. So if you're listening today and you don't have a relationship with God or you reject God's wisdom because I think everyone should be happy and you know, I don't I try not I do more good than bad, then I invite you to read over Proverbs two again and again and again and ask God, give me wisdom to understand this. Because there is a way out for sinners. And the Bible says, repent now while the day is still today, while you still can, because we all know time is running short. So Darius, what do you have to say for those people that have rejected wisdom and are somehow on this podcast, listening to our episode, talking about wisdom? The perfect answer would be seek God, look up, read his word. But I urge you, if you're listening you don't really know what we're talking about, or you are a believer that has not really asked the Lord for wisdom, and you don't feel you're wise, reach out to us. We are faith with friends, and we're willing to answer any question you may have that you don't understand from the word. We didn't understand from the word from the very beginning. And so as time goes on, you get to know. I don't know the guy who is behind the counter at um, the gas station where I went to pump gas this morning. But if I go in there every day and I start talking to him and we have a dialogue, then I'll get to know him. And that's the same thing with God. You want wisdom. You don't want to be that wicked person. I don't want to be that wicked person. I don't want to be uprooted or torn from anything. And if you desire that, then your greatest resource is 
God, just God, through his Christ, son, Jesus Christ. Um, he is the mediator for us um, to have that, that direct connection, that direct dialogue with God. So my exhortation is read, like Lisa said, read that proverb again. Read a proverb a day over and over, month after month, and see, pray before, ask the Lord, give, like James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask, and it, it'll be given to you. By whom? By God. Before even that, if you doubt Jesus Christ, or you don't, you really don't know who he is, well, again, reach out to us. Lisa, it has a crew, an army uh, of people. If she can't get back to you, somebody will. Our desire is that none like the Lord says, the Lord's desire, and then that's how we feel, is that none should perish, but that all would have everlasting life. We'd love to have a big group of faith with friends in heaven. Yes. And to you, if you're listening and you are a believer, but you've fallen away from reading God's word, or you're just running on empty on the fumes that you've had from last week or last month or even last year, then today is the day. Hear the Spirit calling you saying, come away with me. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. And in closing, I would love it if you could read verses 1 through 6 from chapter 3. Proverbs 3, verses 1 through 6. Let's read that. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Verse 3, let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall definitely direct your paths. And I just thought that's a perfect way to end Proverbs 2. Looking forward to Proverbs 3 and seeing the well-being emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually, the benefits of having wisdom. Well, I'm so thankful to have you today, Darius. I think you have been a faithful friend to direct me to the Word of God, to share your wisdom, to impart wisdom on me. So I'm thankful for you sharing this episode with me today, for jumping back into our new season of Faith with Friends as we're back with so much more to share as we just kind of, you know, walk through this journey of faith together. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. And again, I'm happy that you're back. I look forward to listening to your podcast. I love um, just gleaning from your wisdom and, and from just the guests that you bring on. It is a blessing. And I pray that we continue to fight this fight together and, and grow. Amen. May we grow in wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank you it for is. listening, friends. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?